You're listening to the Tripod Network. What's on? Just me and the beam. 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 Hello and welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the Bean. And this is show number... 38. So, how's Chad it Chad has the hiccups. Yeah, I have the hiccups. Baby, why don't you try holding your breath and drinking water at the same time? I could think of some things to ask you to try, but... <laughs> you should. That's my cure. If anybody else has a hiccup cure, you should call us. Well, I don't know if you've seen this Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> Oh, no. But it's about this kid who loves the new Dr. Pepper so much that he drinks it while he's swimming. He drinks it while he does this, while he does that. And at the end, he's... And he's got to be a strong guy, too. Unless that one-arm push-up is fake and the swimming stroke is fake. Because that's impressive. What is TV? But at the end, he falls down like some mountain step somewhere. <laughs> and it reminded us of the New Year's Eve we spent together at a ski house. Oh, what a fun trip that was. With one of your mom's ex-boyfriends. Yeah, you you need to see the commercial, Mom. When you see it, you'll know, and you'll be like, oh, no, that's so terrible. <laughs> but, but since I'm not saying laugh. a last name, it's... it's Okay, we'll call him Paul McCartney. All right. Yeah. So Paul McCartney was there, and... Because we're famous. <laughs> yeah. But he liked the sauce, Paul McCartney did. And he went down about two flights of steps, basically, outside in snow. Poor thing got really sauced and spent the whole day saucing <laughs> and, so, and missed the staircase. <laughs> yeah. And so went down the staircase. <laughs> we were on this like mountainside villa. <sighs> and so right after that, shortly after that, went to sleep. I think drank some more, then went to sleep. He was fine. Didn't wake up for 20 hours. He did not get hurt, though. He was super bendy. <laughs> well, that's why they say when drunk drivers usually hit somebody, it's not the drunk driver that gets hurt. I know. Because they're Gumby all up in the place. Yeah. Their but reactions. We it, thought he was dead, though. Yeah, people were going in his room and, like, holding mirrors up to his nose. You should have saw all these adults, like high school kids out on spring break. Like giggling and walking in there with a mirror and see if he was still breathing. And these are like, you know, late 40s people. <laughs> so they were reliving some youthful moments there. It was, um, you know, I don't know. It's funny in retrospect. I'm sure it was pretty horrible it at the time. It was hilarious at the time. <laughs> All of us, the only person, that, people that weren't laughing was your mom and him. The rest of us, Barbie, Dennis, the kids, everybody, we were laughing our ass off i think she might have laughed some oh it's funny it's funny (laughs) poor paul mccartney (laughs) so we're pretty open you know like we've said before with our kid and right now our bedroom doesn't have a door which is going to be remedied in the next week really Mm -hmm. see she never lets me know she just does it and i'm like okay it's cool yeah, you can check my little schedule here. I have all of our weekly goals written out. No, I'll let you handle that. Okay. <laughs> so we usually walk around the house naked when we get out of a shower. What? Not in general. Don't tell people that. <laughs> well, you're pregnant now. You're real careful about it. You're like, mm. But it's funny. He got to a certain age. Everything was fine. And I still do it. And he doesn't say anything to me. Yeah, and we your boy. We've told him to call it his birthday suit. Right. What responsible parents we are. <laughs> And so, but 
The bean found it was her time had come to an end when... Yes, I was standing there getting ready to get in the shower, and he comes and looks at me, and he goes, Mommy, you need to wear a Bridgie. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what we call diapers. So funny. Oh, my goodness. So the rest of the time that I'm not walking around naked, I'm wearing boxers all the time. He takes off all his clothes and wears boxers. Yeah, it's I just get too hot. And not that I'm not that I'm too hot. I just get too hot. Evan's new game or the game for the last month or so is basically to run up behind me and pull down my boxers to my ankles. He loves it. Repeatedly for like 30 minutes on end. Oh, yeah. And he At won't least. stop. He and, won't stop. And you need to know that you wear your, what am I trying to say? You wear your iPod clipped to your boxers. Yeah, so he... <laughs> so my ears go with it when he pulls. And then he runs and he grabs the ear earpieces and rips off the black parts. Yeah, that's the the headphone covers. That's his favorite thing. He, he thinks that's just that. genius. He loves it. Anytime he finds your iPod laying around, he'll rip them that's off. That's the first thing he does. And he'll look at me and he'll go. <laughs> so it's been just me that he's done that to. But we were up at some neighbor's house. It's our neighbor up the road that has the kids we all get along with. And the girl was running around in her underwear. Because she's four. Yes. And so Evan decided that it was time for the game. Right in front of the parents. Right in front of everybody. I was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Anytime Anytime he does catch me naked now, he'll go, he'll point out all my parts. Yes. For me. I'm like. Thanks. (laughs) And I try to just be real nonchalant about it, but I'm like, okay. I'm getting that door next week. (laughs) Because see how the house is laid out. Our bedroom was the den when I was growing up. Right. So it's at the far end of the house away from the rest of the bedrooms. And yeah. So we have to walk. We could plan it and take our clothes with us. (laughs) Well, see what we're going to do. We still are. My family basically owns a lot of the land around here on this neighborhood. My grandfather owns a block or so, and then we own another above us. What does that have to do with the bathroom? When we were going to move here, there's one little piece in the middle of it all that one of our extended family owns, and we were going to buy it from them. And I guess a long time ago, Dad was interested in buying it, and they gave him a price, and of course it was ridiculous, and he told them as such. And so they're older. They're my grandfather's age or a little bit younger, and they got really offended. So the bean, we was like, well, you know, we can't get dad to, or we can't send me either. I got Barnard to my name. So the bean sent a letter off. Well, I guess you had Barnard then as well. Well, but, your dad had tried again to buy the property from him. And so I wrote him a letter explaining why we wanted the property because we were going to use this as a home again and we wanted to extend the house. Yeah, we're gonna. We got a. There's a sliding glass door in the den, so that was perfect. That would be the entryway to lead to the, you know, the bedroom. And, I mean, the bathroom and closet for the master bedroom. And we have room to build that small of a construction. No, yes, we do. You have to be a certain amount off the property line, girl. Thank you. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, and that's why we can't. Right. Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going. I was like, we can't build it. We don't have enough room. You were like, yes, we do. <laughs> Arguing with a pregnant lady, people. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not good. It's not a good idea. She's been nasty this last. (laughs) You're mean. The other day, she dropped the F-bomb on me. Out of the blue. And I took it as a joke. I took it fine, but it so upset her that she said it. I mean, the way she said it to me. That was mean. I was mad. And she got upset and cried. 
Well, I have to. You have to tell a story. We were cooking dinner, and I got things. Who was cooking dinner? We, because I got things set up, and you were cooking. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just teasing. Mm. And I laid the plates out so you could serve onto the plates, and you go, "Are these plates dirty?" I was like, no, they're clean. And you go, oh, really? And you bring it over and put it in my face. No, I didn't even get to you. Yes, you did. And I was just like, why would you do that? And I got mad. Like, if it's dirty, just put it in the sink. Get a new plate out. I think there was effing sink. (laughs) I think it was. If it's dirty, put it in the effing sink. I didn't even make it over to you because you did not see it. Oh. (laughs) I better stop or I'm going to get another F. And I'll have to edit out of the I podcast. I am grumpy. And I, I just... I don't remember it. I guess because you didn't have a kid then and you could sleep a lot longer and you could rest and relax, even though you were still in pain and had all this baby weight. But now that you got Evan running around and demanding attention, <laughs> and you're then you've got to go through that again. This time, you're much more grouchy. I am. But I can deal with it. God, it's nothing compared to what you're having to deal with. <laughs> Max trying to escape every two seconds. Ooh, he Let starts about seven thirty, eight o'clock every night, and he starts headbutting, and that's all that needs to be said. It hurts, 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 hurts. So, like everything, <laughs> back to five minutes ago, right? I can't remember the point I was trying to make. <laughs> what were we talking? But my about? family owns all the land around here, besides that one block. Oh, 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 the bathroom, and that's where we're going to put our bath. That's why we weren't we worried still about. Are. We are. We still are, and because they will die. Mean, and. It doesn't make, it's not urgent anyway because we don't have any money to build it right now. I mean, we could go out the other window and build to the back of the house. Well, what's the funny thing is like my grandfather sold it to him for five grand back in the day. I think it's worth nine to 11 now. I looked it up. I've got the tax sheet on it. I don't remember. And they want 25 for it. Yeah, they do. They want at least like two and a half times what it's worth. And I'm being really cavalier. If I thought there was a a chance in Hades they would listen to this podcast, I wouldn't be saying this because they probably won't sell it to us then. They still don't want to sell it to us. But their kids might, like I said. Oh, well, yeah. Everybody has to go. Their children don't live here. So when they Better. inherit the land, they will I'm totally sell kidding. It. I don't want anybody to die. Ever. Ever. We believe in overpopulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we believe in one inch between each house. Mm. That's what happened in Asheville. Out where I used to go to school in the county, there was all of this... Just quiet neighborhoods and woods and everything. And a bunch of new money came into the south of town and started building these houses. And huge houses. Just very beautiful. 5,000, 6,000 square foot. Three-car garage. You know, lovely bonus room houses. And they are literally like five feet apart. They have no yard. Yeah. And that's why this is like one of the only neighborhoods left around here. Their great here. room looks into your great room. It's like, Hello. <laughs> Well, I can tell you when they conceive. <laughs> there won't be any walking around naked in that house. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but we we own all around us besides that one little plot, and we're hoping they won't sell it to anybody. Somebody will move there. The bittersweet thing about this neighborhood is that it's untouched. No house has been built here since, what, the early 70s probably? Yeah. And there's all this woods around and the city owns most of it, and it's unbuildable, ownable, <laughs> because there's water on that land. Yes. But there are a couple of lots that I know will someday have houses on them. 
But it's weird. At the bottom of our street, we're the only house on this street. And there's a wedge-shaped part of the woods that the city owns that they won't sell. They say they have to auction off. But there's not enough interest in it, so they can't do an auction. There's no interest in it because it's a steep hill that goes down into the water. I don't know why they would. Yeah, it goes into a creek. And basically, they were going to connect the neighborhoods. and They didn't. <laughs> they can't because of the natural habitat law or something, conservation law or something. But if that thing ever dries up naturally, they can they can build. They can put their road through. But that's the only thing that stopped them from doing a road through. Yeah. Because they were going to level all that off. Yeah. So every summer, I'm going to be out there making sure that creek is flowing good <laughs> and everything. I'm going to be on top of it. <laughs> You're so cute. And... One thing like about the the f bomb, when that's dropped, you know tensions can flare. Never go to bed angry, folks. It's an old saying that's hackneyed now, but it's so true. And I think that's something that's while we get along so great, we've never, besides two times, two or three times, went to bed angry. It was your fault when we did. Yeah, <laughs> because when you when you wake up in the morning, you're both still angry. That eight hours of sleep didn't it didn't help. I like it when we have bad dreams about each other and wake up mad. I've never had a bad dream about you. Yes, you have. Don't feel guilty because you have them about me all the time. <laughs> I've had like two, but one was recently, like in the past six months, and I woke up and I was like, I'm so mad at you. What did I do? <laughs> I don't remember. You were, I don't know if you were with a girl or if you left. I don't know. I can't remember. I just remember waking up and I was very, very upset with how you conducted yourself in my dream. <laughs> and then I have to pay for it in real life. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. <sighs> we had a baby shower today. Had a baby shower today. Lots and lots of cute baby clothes. Yeah. Sweet. To go with our lots and lots <laughs> of cute baby clothes in the storage room. Which is fine. I mean, anybody who gave us clothes today, we are totally appreciative and we really appreciate you guys coming out. Oh my gosh, of course. Yep. And it was a really nice party. The Bean and my mom, my mom mostly, because I can I can talk the Bean into pretty much anything. But <laughs> So he thinks. My mom uh, would not let me put, just bring money. <laughs> no gifts, just money. Because we put it into a savings account for the kid, you know. It'd be awesome. We've got all the clothes. I mean, we need diapers, but we've got all the clothes. We've got all the toys. Good Lord. We've got all the shoes. <laughs> well, until he gets to be older. Then he'll have to have his own shoes. Can't redo shoes. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Uh. <laughs> well, it's hard to resist buying baby clothes. They're pretty darn cute. Oh, and we got a girl outfit, too. Yeah. <laughs> It was one of my mom's friends, and she could tell she was embarrassed. I know. I shouldn't have held it up, but I thought it was so cute. <laughs> and mom was like, Sorry, well, Max. Mom was like, you're going to have a girl sometime, or somebody said that. And they looked over at you, and you were walking away, and I said, oh, probably not. <laughs> don't don't tell the nine-month pregnant woman that she's going to be <laughs> pregnant again. It's just not a good idea. No, Max is... Mm. He's heavy. And my I've gained... Enough weight to where my legs just. But have I'm you gained a hard, hard time? With did my you legs. gain as much weight as you did with Evan? Not yet. <laughs> okay. We'll see when we go away. I mean, are we closer? Oh yeah. Oh, another big baby. Yeah. Evan was ten, twelve and a half. Yeah. For you guys that don't know. But I just can't stand walking. Is difficult enough, but standing, I cannot do it. 
So you're going to have to go upstairs and clean up the kitchen. <laughs> That's fine. I'll clean up tomorrow. Ew. Baby. The bean cannot leave dishes in the sink overnight. You know why? Why? Uh, ants and rodents. This is not New York City. This is not college days when you and Alexis left plates in there for two weeks. We never did that. Well, you know. That was my other roommate, Krista. Ugh. The cure girl? No, that was my first roommate, Rebecca. You just had awful roommates. I had a couple of them. My first roommate, Rebecca, listened to the cure and never left her room except to go to class. And her classes were like from 8 to 10 in the morning. So the whole rest of the day and night, every day, she was there. And it wasn't like it was fun for her to be there. She just sat around and listened to the cure. And it's so funny because, you know, growing up in the music scene, I was real into the cure. Not real into the cure, but I was into the cure. And I was playing or I was talking about the cure or something. And you should have just seen the look on the bean's face the first time I oh, mentioned the cure. It just still, I can't hardly listen to him. But I have played stuff and you're like, what is that? I like that. I'm like, that's the cure. I know. I know. But she had all the posters on the wall and she wanted to be a, not a mortician. Hello, help me out. Coroner. Uh-huh. She wanted to be a coroner, and I was still... Uh, a coroner with pancake makeup. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? To, it's so funny to see Goss now, because, I mean, that's so 84. Ouch. 85. I mean, seriously, <laughs> b- the Bauhaus and the Cure and that whole group. Not Echo and the Bunnymen so much, but the Goss were still under them, as well as I was. But The 80s are back in there, man. That was so 84. And it's just like, and the the kids with their hair in their face now, it's the Beatles. I think the kids today look pretty hip. They I do. They, they look insanely hip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get me a hip haircut after the baby comes. Not H- short. Hip haircuts have never looked good on me. I've never seen you with a hip haircut, baby. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're always um, very clean cut. Dig it out. I'm not trying to dig myself out of anything. I, you I know did I have smurf blue hair in high school, though. Oh, yeah, you did. First one in my town. Yeah. You know what I won for that? Nothing. <laughs> Ridicule and laughter. People still talk about it. Yeah. Oh, you're married to the one that dyed his hair blue. Yeah. But everybody's got colored hair now, so it's no big deal. <laughs> and again, I forgot to play the Gabber Jaw, but I've got it, so let's do it now. Let's go into our mid-show segment, which is coming at the end of the show. And here is the ga- the fourth question in the Gabber Jaw, me and the Bean Beatles trivia, and we're two and two right now. We're two and two. Okay, who played the anvil on Maxwell Silver Hammer? Oh, man. Oh, 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 tough questions. Are they? Tough. Oh, yeah. Who knows who's the studio musicians on a lot of this? I mean, you're Eric Clapton. That story gets around because he's so famous. But okay, for she, me, anyway. Give us, the, give us the options. Yoko Ono, Neil Aspinall, Mal Evans, or George Martin? I have a second guess because Wendy just told me my first one's wrong. <laughs> Is my first one, first one wrong? I forgot, what you, forgot what you put. Let me see it again. No. John's answer. All right, then. <laughs> John's answer was wrong, and his backup answer was wrong. <laughs> Chad's answer, answer is wrong as well. Wee. Well. I, I said Neil Aspinall. Yeah, that was my second guess, but... It was actually Mal Evans, and my test-taking abilities would say, you know what, I gave you Mal Evans in one of the other questions that wasn't the right answer, so um, it's kind of there for... <laughs> He's going to be in one of the questions, but anyways. You know what you can do with your test-taking abilities, Wendy? (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for another Me and the Bean. And I just want to say I love John and Wendy. Yes. 
I have been just laughing my head off listening to y'all. Gabberjaw.com. And, oh, I wanted to make an update. I put it on the website, but John did not lose his job because of the podcast. He yeah. was just trying to get some Nate and Die celebrity, is what he said. He wanted our sympathy. Yeah. And you got it. Such a sympathy hound. <laughs> but if you ever cry wolf again, you'll get nothing from us. Nothing from us. You can reach us on the web at... Meandthebean.com. Or send us an email. Meandthebean at podcastrant. Dot com. <laughs> or step up like Frosty did this week and leave us a voicemail at... We love voicemails. 336-283-0576. And Frosty's from It Radio. But until next time, see ya. Bye. Voicemails and promos. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Boys. Voicemails and promos. You'd be a phone of mist. Footbells and promos of being like when I do this. Ass. What? Hey, this message is for me and the bean. And this is Frosty from It Radio. I am calling to uh, answer the shout of the plea of, of help that was... Uh, expressed in the last show um, with the feedback saying that you need more more voicemails. I have been always, I, I have a, a commute, longer commute to work. It's not terribly long, but I guess uh, it's an hour. And so uh, I try to find things to do. Usually I listen to podcasts on the way to work, and then I'll call podcasts on the way home from work. So, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, I, I've been listening to a few shows. I don't listen to, I don't like to listen to the shows like previous shows and past shows. I figure I, I can pick up where I'm at because, you know, that's where I am. So I, I don't like, you know, looking back because it's easier to look forward. And so, <laughs> anyway, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. Um, I have a, a confession to make. I've emailed uh, me a few times, and, uh, <laughs> and not so much the bean, but um, uh, I don't. I never remember your guys' name. I, I'm sorry. I, I haven't listened to many shows, like I said, but. Um, me, I believe, is is not Adam. No. Um, I can't remember. Uh, Chad and Amanda. Is that, is that, is that me and the, the bean? I, I've, I've gotten Chad's. Uh, I forgot Chad's, but I've gotten Chad's, I think, because I've had a few emails. But if you, ever, if you notice, Chad, that whenever I talk about you guys and show us collectively, it's always... Uh, you and the bean or you and your wife or something like that. I don't mention her by name. I forget her name. And even though it gets brought up in the podcast, I still forget. I don't know. It's just, for some reason, names are completely, they completely baffle me. They are baffling to me for some reason. I don't know. It's just, I, I don't remember names very well.
Anyway, these are the kind of ramblings that I will be leaving on your voicemails. <laughs> you choose to leave them on there or not. Uh, you know, that's up to you. Uh, if you want to leave your own rambling voicemails, um, like I said, I got a podcast too. It's called It Radio. Uh, we basically what I've done on this voicemail is what we do in our show. Uh, we say a lot of naughty words, but, um, uh, leave me a, a voicemail for our show. It's 206-666-4887. And, uh, you know, call and tell me I'm a, I'm an idiot. I don't know. Anyway, um, keep up the good work, guys. I, I enjoy listening to you guys as a couple's cast, and uh, I don't know if you like being called that or not, but that's, that's uh, what it is. And uh, uh, The Beam, if uh, your name is Amanda, Amanda, you need to talk more or do more because that's you have a very sexy voice. And uh, of what I've listened to so far, it sounds like that you've... Uh, tried hard to get that that sexy voice so so i just gotta say uh thanks for being a part of the show so that i can listen to you guys all right that's not creepy at all is it maybe it's creepier that i'm just leaving this long extended message (laughs) all right this is frosty and uh i will be talking to you guys later People are talking about Shelly's Podcast at Shelly'sPodcast.com. One of my favorite podcasters. The Shelly's Podcast. Shelly's Podcast. It's a really good podcast. It's cool. Shelly's Podcast is, uh, it's a... Uh, now, Shelly's wonderful. I love her podcast. <laughs> it's great. Uh, she's very articulate. She's got her act together, uh-huh. and uh, I really enjoy listening to her show. So it's the tech podcast you listen to when you're not listening to a tech podcast. Who is Shelly? Shelly sounds so much like Jodie Foster. I think it's a cloning issue. She's humble. I can play trombone and talk at the same time. I am multi-talented. She's modern. I'm interactive and I have feedback. She's well-adjusted. I blame you people. She takes an objective view of technology. The ability to keep secrets hardly seems like a good benchmark for whether a company's actually putting out good product. Is it any wonder that fellow podcasters have such nice things to say about Shelly's podcast? I'm going to give Shelly 1,000 stars. Yeah. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah, of course. Check out Shelly's podcast at Shelly'sPodcast.com or at fine podcast directories everywhere. Frosty, I don't understand the end of the message. How has the bean worked hard to be sound sexy? I will say you you set a high bar for future voicemails. (laughs) Y'all people got some work to be doing. (laughs) And yes, I did. I studied hard for this voice. (laughs) Ain't nothing natural about me. The Tripod Network. What's on? (laughs) 